Are you ready? A shot of wrestling. Episode 320. And wait. Wait. Go. Wait, so get a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? We about to go live, but you're ready to rock. So take a shot. Oh, so take a shot. Oh, yeah. I'm a street breaker. I'm a heartbreaker. This is my dawn. I'm a more breaker. Straight man, nature boy. About to seek and destroy. It's an SOW. Let me hear you make noise. Take a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? We about to go live, but you're ready to rock. So take a shot. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of A Shot of Wrestling. I'm your host, at Maggie J. Putty. Joined, as always, the spare to my heir, Marcus Davenport, on the third. Marcus, how you doing today? Wow. Wow, you called me Prince Harry, huh? You went there. I like Prince Harry. It's not an insult. Why are you, I taking, like, why are you taking something negative? I, I, I like Prince Harry, too. I have to say, I, I've been following the documentaries. Uh, I've been listening a little bit to the audiobook when my wife plays it. Uh, I, you, you have the actual copy of the book, right? So far, so good, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm enjoying what I'm hearing. It's uh, fascinating stuff. Uh, you know, very much into the royal family, and he's he, he's not just spilling the tea. He's, like, pouring the tea all over the place. Good for him. Good for him. Tell your story, buddy. He's like somebody I just want to grab a drink with. I saw him on Colbert. I'm like, I can hang out with this dude. Yeah, he's mad chill. Lots of personality. Definitely not right for the crown, then. <laughs> no, not at all. His brother is, though. His brother's spot on for that job. Right, right. I mean, like he, well, I mean, he was very close to, to the queen and like, you know, she, I guess she tailored him to be this way, you know? Yes, sir. Following along on Twitter, bells wrong and hard to kill. Mickey James final match underway. Marcus will keep an eye on that during the show. Oh, 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 oh. here we go. Or is it? Who knows? Uh, just really quick. I, somebody at work ordered us lunch. Okay. That's nice. What did you get? I got like a barbecue chicken sandwich. Nice. I've gotten it before. Can't go wrong there. And with bacon. Mm, okay. okay. Got, I've gotten it before, and I just I never remember not asking for onions, but it had onions on it. Gross. But onions are absolutely disgusting. So I I picked them off, right? This is around like 1, one thirty. I've washed my hands numerous times, Purelled it several times, and the smell of the onions is still on my fingertips. It's fucking gross, dude. <sighs> it's pissing me off all fucking day. Last thing I need today. Rant. Wow. That is, over. Thank you. I need to get off that much. That, that that's the thing that sets you off. Wow. Oh, Marcus, that's just the uh, tip of the iceberg. Want me, want me to go off? I'll go off. <laughs> We're due for a putty rant. <laughs> Did we just have one last week? Eh, that was more of like a back and forth. It wasn't exactly we were, a rant. We were recording the show Friday, the thirteenth. Marcus, looking forward to your Martin Luther King Day weekend. Because I'm not. I yes. got wor- to work all three fucking days. That's why oh. I'm in a bad mood. So I can't have an energy drink. I can't really drink too much. So we're going to have a different putty tonight. Let's see what happens. Marcus is drinking, though. Please. Bottoms up. Yeah, bottoms up. I plan on enjoying my three-day weekend. Great. So, uh, Please do. Get some sleep in for me. Do something fun. Sl- sleep? Yeah. I'm, I'm a parent. I, I don't sleep. <laughs> well, you're a parent? You have mentioned that before. Yeah, well. Ba-dum-bum. I, I, am I turning into Brie Bella? Like, as a mom. <laughs> yeah, you actually remind me of that episode of Family Guy. Or Brian, the dog, if you who don't know, finds out he's a long lost son. And now he turns into that parent. Like instead of hanging out with the boys, like, Peter, Peter, please. I'm a father now. I can't be doing this in front of my son. 
Like they think he's so boring. Like he's he's not fun anymore. Guys, guys, please not in front of my son. Okay, that's that's you. I can, I can play the, like as a father. Now that I have a daughter, as a father, I'm like, oh jeez, you are that guy. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna play. No, I can, I can. I'm I'm still going out. I'm still doing things like this Sunday, for example. Chuck e. I'm going out to no, no. Is that even still a thing? I have no clue. Not since the pandemic. I don't think so. Right. So like, I'm going out to see my friends in, in Connecticut to watch the games this Sunday. He, he did volunteer, like, you know, hey, man, like, you know, you feel free to crash if, like, you know, if you have too many. I'm like, part of me is like, yeah, well, as a dad, like, you know, I might yep, have, is... like, I might have father's guilt if mm-hmm. I did that. Okay. But I know I'm going to cut loose. I know I'm going to cut loose this weekend. Let's see what happens. <laughs> you have fun. You have I fun. will. I'll have one for you. Please. I'm still going to fucking drink. No matter fuck work, dude. Like, I'm bringing my <laughs> iPod, iPod, how old am I? iPad to work on Sunday, because fuck them, I'm putting the game on, I'm, I haven't seen the Dolphins game and playoff game in six years, yeah, it's going to be one and done, but I still want to fucking go and enjoy myself. Fuck them. They can't keep me from watching my Dolphins. But they they can, though. Then fucking pay me. It's not a fucking work day. Anyway, this is way past. This is be all over with by the time you're listening to this. Mark, uh... I don't know about you, but I, there's some some news in the world of wrestling this week. Yeah, some news broke out. It was a little slow week, but I think I have something here for the fans. Mickey James with a wicked bulldog off the top rope, Marcus. Both women are down. down. Oof. Look at you, buddy. Practicing commentary for BCW's Queen of the North 4. That's at Richfield Park, New Jersey, January 29th. Door is open at 2 o'clock. Bell time is 3 o'clock. Cannot wait for that one. I'm not getting sharp, Marcus. I'm staying sharp. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, so, Pike. What was trending this week? Well, I mean. Nothing we get right to the news? A- get right to TV? Nothing, right? <laughs> yeah, right? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. Um, is it, you just want to rush me along because you were wrong last week? Could that be it? I wasn't wrong at all, but go ahead. Oh, okay. Here we go. All right. Well. Let's start off from the very beginning, shall we? So we're going to start off earlier in the week. Russell Pierce at Russell Pierce. Stephanie McMahon resigned from all of her positions at WWE Today, according to PW Insider, which was set off like a lot of alarm bells. Everyone's just like, holy shit, is this really happening? Stephanie McMahon, not just stepping away, not just like, you know, hey, taking sabbatical. Nope, straight up resigning. Someone who dedicated her whole life to this business done buddy before we get to everything else what was your initial takeaway from that that sucks but first thing i thought about it was she left before this thing blew up so now she's just going back to where her original plans were just being there for her kids turns out she had surgery today so yeah no yeah. That, that, that was a shocker but the, the but the surgery yeah. aspect of it it seems like uh she tore something in her ankle or something like that but something like that, yeah. uh, it seems like she seems like she's good she seems like she's fine which is awesome uh yeah. but yeah i mean initially when i saw that i'm like uh-oh What's going on here? This is the I, 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 snowball ripple. Here's the beginning of it. Right. Yeah. Right. So, so, and I think a lot of other people are starting to think the same way. Like, what is going on here? Uh, you know, apparently Stephanie Van wasn't too keen on her father coming back. Rightfully so, because, you know, her and Nikon were running the ship the right way. Yep. And, uh, you know, I thought, you know, maybe she was pissed off. It was like a slap in the face to her work. You know, that, that's initially what I thought. But then... This tweet breaks out from Stephen Yulhausen. Housen. Sources. Housen. Oh, thank you. That's a problem. Sources 
Hashtag WWE has been sold to Saudi Arabia's public investment fund. The company will go back to being private. Unknown that Vince McMahon will return to head of creative, but is expected by some people. Whoa. That's when I texted you saying, that- fuck. That's when I was wrong. Like, oh, I could have, I would have bet money, life on the line that they would not sell to Saudi Arabia. And that's why I say, fuck. Fucking fuck, fuck, dude. Why? It was a punch to the gut, you yeah. know, and it, it was speculation, I have to say, because there were rumors. There were some journalists that were doing a great job saying nothing, right? But a lot of people, like, you know, it was weird. Like, on Twitter, it was just like, they were teasing, like, a big announcement. You know, you just, oh, my God, I can't believe what I just heard. Like, there, there was just a lot of clout chasing, it seemed like, amongst, like, some journalists, some wannabe journalists couldn't really tell. It's hard to tell right now in the landscape of Twitter because, you know, you can just buy your blue check mark and then you could call yourself a journalist on there and people are going to think you're a journalist unless they check out. But Thank whole you. long story. Anywho, anywho, anywho. The point is there was a lot of confusion going on there and people were freaking out, rightfully so, because, you know, it's just Saudi Arabia buying WWE would not be a good look at all. No. You know, for example, blood money. How does it affect certain talent like Sami Zayn? How does it affect maybe say, talent, uh, openly gay talent like Sonya Deville or people of different religions that are, are against? I mean, it, 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 there's so much to unpack here. And going from a business standpoint, Saudi Arabia, they have what is it, Live Golf? Is that what it's called? Yep. That's the first thing I thought of. Yep. Right. It, they have marquee players, the, the best talented golf players in the world, but they can't get TV rights because U.S. media relations do not have a good relationship with Saudi Arabia. So what would happen there? So many questions and none of it good ones. And then, of course, you know, as wrestling fans, Vince McMahon, head of creative, that sounds like a nightmare for a lot of people. I, I know you're probably in the opposite of that, but, like, people just don't want to see that anymore. So, so many bad things go on there with those rumors. But the next up. morning you wake, you wake up to this from Ariel Hulawani. Very good. There's... Oh, thank you. There is no deal in place at this precise moment for WWE to be sold to Saudi Arabia's public investment fund or any entity. The organization is still exploring all options. Sigh of relief. We could all calm down now, right? No big deal. Okay, it's all rumors. False alarm. We're doing good here. We're doing good. Yep. And then this little nugget comes up, of course. This coming up from Moonlight Graham at Reese Kelly G. A class action lawsuit has been launched against Vince McMahon. A shareholder is suing McMahon in Delaware, accusing him of wielding his 81% voting control to impose his will on WWE illegally. Cites board changes, threats to interfere with media rights, etc. That's going to Bloomberg Law. That's pretty serious. (laughs) And to be expected, the way how Vince McMahon came back, I I know you were for Vince McMahon coming back the way he did, but this... This is kind of a la what Elon Musk did, right? It, 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 when you have a public company, there's certain protocol you have to follow. It seems like Vince McMahon did not necessarily follow that protocol. He's a billionaire, though. I mean, like, I don't necessarily know what the fines are for this or what, what can happen in this lawsuit. I'm sure it gets dragged out through attorneys, et cetera, et cetera. But, like, that's not a good look. And this, I think, one of the things that people were worried about with him coming back, at least in the board. But then other news broke out pertaining directly to WWE. Cultaholic Wrestling at Cultaholic admits reports that WWE is looking to sell the company. WWE CEO Nick Khan, no longer co-CEO, CEO Nick Khan, reportedly met with Walt Disney Company CEO Bob Iger and ESPN President James Pitaro on Monday. Buddy, is WWE going Disney bound? Could that be it? Who knows? I'm done trying to predict 
trying to figure this shit out. It, it's one day it's this, the next day it's this. Tomorrow it was some other place. Who knows? They have relationships with all these main companies. They have a relationship with ESPN and ABC. They have a relationship, a huge relationship with NBC and Universal. So who knows? Talking about Amazon and maybe Netflix trying to get into a like, live streaming thing. Hulu, they have a relationship with. They carry Raw and SmackDown. So yeah, it could, they could go anywhere. I mean, I can't even it, fathom it, to guess. It would be smart for them to go streaming, I think. You know, go to the way of the future. I, I think that would be a great move for them. There's also this little nugget that came out this morning, though. I don't know if you saw this one. This is from CNBC, actually. Russell Talk News at Russell Talk underscore TV. This is the tweet from them. CNBC is reporting that Shad and Tony Khan are interested in merging AEW and WWE and are even open to discussing a role for Vince McMahon. <laughs> it's fucking crazy right now. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, what are we talking about? What are we here? talking funny. about here? I know you make fun of me about this. What are we well, talking like, about? My fa- I'm like, a father. What are we talking about? Merging? My kid? No, sir. Seriously, this is this this is the main question here. With all these string of tweets, I want to ask: What the fuck is going on with WWE? Nobody knows, dude. Nobody fucking knows. Triple H had a meeting today. Whatever happens, creative plans are not changing. I'm using air quotes for those listening. There are number, I think, three names in the top favorite of companies or potential buyers who want to keep Triple H and Stephanie on board and get rid of Vince. So that might yeah, play into apparently- the factor of who who he signs the check uh, signs off on. Apparently, Vince McMahon today actually emailed some people in the company, like, hey, you're doing this wrong. Like, Vince McMahon's already meddling, and for a potential buyer, if they're seeing that, that's not a good look. That's why I wouldn't you know, mind, like, like if, I think it was ABC, uh, Disney was one of them that doesn't want to keep him. Right. There's a tweet but, you I know, saw online that uh, I think the only way Vince McMahon could morally and uh, legally, not legally, I guess morally, take over creative from triple h is if he does buy the company and they fire triple h and he can just swip right in maybe that's his plan i don't know what I, i'm tired of trying to figure this out or trying to think about it there's so much else going on there's a new story every day this week there's a new story every day so who the fuck L- knows literally this this was all throughout the course of the week i mean if yeah. if you're if you're a huge wwe fan like us and of course you know a good portion of you are if you're tuning into us like this was an emotional roller coaster because the the future of WWE is just so undetermined right now, uh, like from top to bottom, like I can only imagine what it must be like being an employee there. Apparently, morale has been really low. I don't blame them. Who the fuck knows what's going on? I've been there. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> you're, you're there right now, yeah. actually. <laughs> what? There's no answers. Nobody knows what the fuck's going on. So I don't blame them for morale being low. Who knows, man? Who knows? It's just a clusterfuck. Again, there's also a caveat of they might not even sell. This could be one big storyline, one uh, big point. No. You, do you really firmly believe that they're not going to sell? What came out today, that Triple H and Stevie don't want to sell. They No, they well, they, yeah, so, they didn't want to sell. That's one of the reasons why they didn't want Vince, Mac, Vince McMahon coming exactly, back. Yeah. That, that's his reason for coming back. So they're going to sell because Vince McMahon is full full steam ahead here. Match is over. Like youth really- match, match is over. What happened? Do you want to know? Tell me off the air. Okay. Tell, me, uh, t- tell me we're going to break. But... Yeah, uh, it, it, this is uh, – what, what do you want to happen as a fan? I've mentioned this numerous times because we had this conversation numerous times in the last several years. I don't want them to sell. It's a family-run company. They're doing a great job. Why Why sell? Keep everything in-house. You guys are running a fucking flagship organization here. Then Vince left, and everything was just amped up tenfold, mm-hmm. which made the product even better. Now he's back. On right now, the board of directors, 
and that's just going to make things messy because he, he might just ooze on out to other things like he's getting he's meddling in other company um departments sending out emails like he runs the ship he's back to being ceo again right right so, because he can't help himself this this is his baby you yeah, know like exactly, you were mentioning yeah. before you were mentioning before about you, you know you work in a company where there's a board but like that person the head of the board could be anyone it doesn't necessarily have to be like a founder of the company you know, so like if this is Vince McMahon's baby if, and he's a control freak, of course he's going to be meddling. Of course. Again, once no one expected him to retire. Everyone thought he would come back and he's back. What do I want to? I don't know. I want him to. It's, it seems like they are going to sell. Odds are they are going to sell. I want them to sell to a company right. that's going to keep Triple H, keep Stephanie McMahon, let them be their own autonomous promotion, not meddle or get involved, and put the product somewhere I can see it Disney Plus, Netflix, or to stay on NBC Universal and go to Peacock. I do not do want the. So I don't. I don't want the merging with AEW. That's not going to happen. No, like, like, I, I don't think. It's, it, I don't think they should do it either. I don't think AEW should do it either. Uh, for me, I know I'm probably you're going to shit on me for this, but I think that would be like a them throw the con throwing the flag. We tried, wasn't that great? Let's let's buy out our competition. See, I the the cons throwing in the flag. I I don't see that. Yeah, like we can't, I, we're I think trying, I, we're I, trying I, our I, best I, with AEW. We're trying our best. You know, we're not, we just can't mm, get there. But I still want to run wrestling. Damn it! Let me take over the biggest company it, in the world. I think if anything, it's a flex. It's a yeah. flex. I mean, it, it's it's great. It's great PR for them to get their names out there, putting their names in the hat to buy WWE because it, it shows that they have that buying power, that they're on equal playing ground with WWE. It's a great PR move on their part, whether it's real or not. Uh, it, their names are out there. The only like, I I don't think it's real. I don't think it's a real possibility. I only brought it up because just because of the fact the CNBC reported it, and like, you don't get more legit than that. Oh, so, I mean that that's a pretty big deal. Vince McMahon would rather die tomorrow than sell it to a competitor. There's like he's not going to give the cons that satisfaction of like you know when he bought WCW. That would be the same thing pretty much. And like can you imagine Vince did all this work, all this work to get to that point to have a a, a rival. Buy him out? No fucking way he would. He would rather die. WCW was a shell of itself. So when WWE bought it out because the company was selling, they're like, well, we're done with this. Let's get rid of it. Buy right. Pay on the dollar. Different so if, circumstances, but it would be like a similar result, if you will. Yeah, that's what I'd be worried about. Different, same result. Because look what happened with WCW. They were on Raw a couple times, but then eventually they were gone. And what is what is really Tony Khan doing with Ring of Honor right now? Not too much. They're having a pay-per-view here and there. No, I don't, I don't see that happening. I didn't take it seriously, and I'm hoping it's not serious. No, I don't think it is serious. I, again, I, I maybe the cons are semi-serious about it. They're they're smart people. They know what they're doing. I, I think it's more for clout than anything. I think we all know there's no way Vince is going to sell to AEW. Do you think though, with like all the negative press, because I I'm a I'm a firm believer when there's smoke, there's fire. I don't necessarily think the whole Saudi thing was complete bullshit. No, they're, I, they're still I, on the list. They're they're on the list, right? And I think I think there is a good possibility that this was leaked on purpose just to see what the reaction would be. That makes sense. That makes total sense. That's one of the reasons people think Stephanie left. I'm not dealing with Saudi Arabia. I'm done. Bye. I'm washing my hands of this. And that story made sense. Because who wants to deal with Saudi Arabia? Right. Especially a woman. Especially what powerful, yeah, powerful especially badass woman. fucking woman. Yeah. Right. And, and that's another reason why it, it was so sad to see Stephanie step down and leave because she's she's known as one of the most powerful executives in all of business. You know, the, the the fact that she had to walk away from this, something that she's dedicated literally her whole life to. 
you know, of course it's serious. This is, it's serious business here. Obviously there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes. Some of it is leaking, but there's a whole lot we don't know about. Again, she left before this thing blew up for other reasons. So I'm hoping this is just her going back to that, not some serious like political clashing or drama with her well, apparently father. There, apparently there is clashing. Apparently that's the reason why Nick Khan is, is so involved is because there's a conflict between Stephanie and Triple H with, with Vince McMahon, a, a business-wise. Yeah, that like that, that's that, that's been reported. You know, Stephanie McMahon, when she first left, it was right before these allegations came out against Vince McMahon, and then he was ultimately forced to retire. And then she came back, what, two weeks after she took the sabbatical? Like, it, her whole reasoning as far as why she's taking a step back from an initial standpoint and to now, I mean, it, it's it's all PR stuff. It's all fluff. You know, she's not going to come out outright and say, like, Fuck Vince. Mm-hmm. He fucked me over. I don't like what he's doing because that can impact her. That can impact the company. That can impact any sale. What's going on? You know, I, I think, you know, she's got, she's, she's out with the possibility of having a foot back in. It's a smart move. She definitely has a foot back in. Obviously, she did because she left again. She came back. Apparently, her reputation is really high in the company. Her reputation is probably high in the business world. So if Disney, Hulu, or NBC decide to buy it, they have a pre existing relationship with her they know what she can do so we'll see what happens man again we, we can speculate till the cows come home but no one there's no fucking answers tomorrow will probably be a different story tomorrow will probably be the, like roger goodell wants to buy it who knows <laughs> roger goodell no way no way i i personally hope and i've talked about it for a while i i personally hope it is disney just because of the fact that like i've seen what they do what they did with marvel seen what they did with star wars i mean they when they take something over when they buy something, they put the right people in charge to run that shit. Uh, it's, it's not necessarily like they're Elon Musk taking over something over and they clearly have no idea what they're doing. No, they, 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 they know what they're doing. They know their resources very well. So I, 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 I think Disney is the most trustworthy company that WWE could sell to. I think this is maybe the second or third time today, maybe five times this year, you mentioned Elon Musk in Twitter. Do you not like this guy? Like, do you? You have a beef with Elon Musk? Like you keep bringing him up. Like this is your punching bag. Seems like you don't like this guy. Well, did he not hire you for a hear- job? Did he take a job from you? Did make you make, did make you buy your fucking blue check mark? To hear how I exactly feel about Elon Musk, you can tune in for a brand new podcast that I am launching called Go from Local Media. You didn't pay to clear that. You didn't pay me to clear that. No, that's a great name. I, I really told me that name is fucking awesome. So, congratulations to you. Best of luck. Looking Thank forward, looking forward Thank to my you, invite. <laughs> yes. Yes, please do. You, you're more than welcome to come on. Speaking of branding, I thought we were going to wear our What's Up Dog shirts today as a Unity. <laughs> I never got the memo. I sent you a text, bro. Do you not Do you not buy yours? Did you not get yours yet? No, I, I, didn't, I didn't get it. Oh. So I, I never got the memo either. You don't You don't support what Sammy's doing in Syria, kids? Wow. That's fucked up. I, I, that's fucked up. I, well, wow. Well, no, well, that's really I, fucked I up. That's really fucked up, dude. It was a limited edition. Wow. I sent you a text. It only was available for two weeks on ProRacing Tees. What's up, dog? I, I literally never got that text. Okay. Sure. But as a father, I'm sure you couldn't spend As a father, I'm wearing, I'm wearing a cardigan right yeah, now. So. <laughs> Again, like we talked about it last week. talking about it for like 20-something minutes tonight. The sale of WWE is a hot topic in our industry. Who knows? Again, we can speculate. There's rumors, what's true, what's not, what's leaked, what's false. Until we know some legit answers, we can, we can talk to her blue in the face. 
Right. And like, you know, it, it, it's going to happen. Like, I think there's a 99% chance it's going to happen this year. And, you know, going back to like what happened I'll say by summer, week, maybe like the, probably yeah. by summer. Yeah. I think that's the goal, but like going back to like, the whole Saudi rumors, like, you know, people were talking about that. That was like a done deal. Like that, that, that happened on the spot sales of businesses, especially of that nature don't happen that fast. So that's, that's why I kind of like was like, maybe this is not true. Well, I don't, uh, think, I don't think it was too much true too, because uh, maybe I wasn't sure if it was true or not because somebody said Vince has been working on this since his retirement, the background. Hmm. That's why he came back with such force, like blah, 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 blah. I'm coming back to sell the company because he had a deal in place already. Like that, I could see that happening. Right. But again, not to right. Saudi Arabia, dude. Come on. Have some, <laughs> have some sort of scruples. I know you're a ruthless billionaire, but come on. What What is his end game? The dude is a billionaire. Billionaire, yeah. He created a sexful. He success. He created a successful business. Also, you're right. Sexful. Uh, he. <laughs> Wouldn't you want to hand this down to your kids? That's what I've like, been saying. I don't want him to sell because I want his family business. I want to see what Triple H and Stephanie can do. And there's a next generation of kids coming they, up. They they obviously were knocking out of the park. That like, what's the? Was he jealous that they were doing like, such a kick ass job? Like, what is the deal? I don't understand what his motives are. You don't need any more money, but again, I'm not a billionaire. So yeah, I haven't checked Lotto, but yeah. like oh, shit, that's right. That's tonight. Damn. But, but there's, like, there was rumors of selling before he left too. Before all the stuff, like for years, like a couple of years now, there's rumors of him selling, and that's something right, I never no, really felt why. There's no need to. But again, I, plus when he retired, quote unquote, everyone thought he's not. He's not really retired. He this man can't just sit by the poolside doing nothing. So if he sells the company, what are you going to do with yourself? I, I, right. I mean, odds are they're not going to keep you on. And if he does what do you get do? kept on, if he does get kept on, you have a boss now. Yeah, You're it, not the boss anymore. Can you see Vince McMahon reporting to someone else? No. No chance in hell. Right? Yeah. Can you imagine Vince McMahon reporting to Bob Iger's office like, hey, Vince, you got to yeah. change this up. We're not liking what we're doing. Like, oh, God. Yeah. Like, no. No. I don't see that happening. He's got such a big ego. Why is this happening? Other than saying, Fuck you to Stephanie. Fuck you to Shane. Fuck you to Paul Levesque. Like, what is going on? Fuck. But the man lost his mind. Oh, I needed that swig. Anywho, what's up, dog? What's up, dog? What up, dog? Anywho, anywho, Marcus, I, I have an interview. My second interview of the year, and it is one of my favorite people in professional wrestling. She is a decorated woman all throughout every promotion she goes. She wins gold. All she does is win, 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 no matter what. Ladies and gentlemen, mm. give it up for mm. Vicious Vicky. Yes. What an introduction, Mark. I, I have to say, um, the most decorated woman. I am literally the best woman wrestler in the entire universe. Let's just put it that way. And I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with that because I believe that to be absolutely true. And 2023 is going to be the year for that. So you watch. You watch. I feel like every year, like you just step up your game here as far as what you bring to the ring. Listen, there's no denying it. Like, I'm not going to sit here and argue with you that you're the best woman wrestler in the industry today. I'm not saying just indies, I'm saying in the industry, period. End of sentence. I firmly believe it. So, you know, for new fans, casual fans, whatever, let's, let's bring it back a bit here. We are no strangers to each other. Mm hmm. Nope. Back in no. BWF days, I had uh, the luxury of getting to know you. Uh, I think it was your first year as a wrestler, right? Yes, that was that was my first year. That was my first year. And that was my first year 
doing commentary. Mm-hmm. So it, it was pretty cool. I, I got to call a lot of your matches there. And I, I, bore, I bear witness to you winning your first championship there. Mm-hmm. And the boos were raining in. And I had a good feeling about you before. But like at that moment, I was like, this girl's a star. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I am a star. I, I am more more than a star could ever be a star. The problem is that the stars are clearly not aligning for said person because I am the star. It's all, it's all making sense to me now, you know? Like, I'm trying to figure out why, you know, why not me? Where's my shot? Where's my opportunity? I, I've done all these things. I've seen all these things. I've carried all the gold. What's going on, you know? And, well, to be fair, I think that there's a lot in store that maybe I can't share or won't share or will share or I don't know everything's kind of you know hiding in the back well this is a safe place here we're mm-hmm. we're in the nest as I like to call it yeah. so, a, little, a little nest a little circle of trust if you will exactly circle of trust <laughs> still the words right out of my mouth so you know why, why don't you share with us I mean I, I feel like 2022 was a tumultuous year for you mm-hmm. like there are there are a lot of highs for you and there was a couple of lows as well. Uh, let's let's dive into that a bit here. Like you started off the year, coincidentally enough, so your upcoming show, BCW Queen of the North 4. Last show, Queen of the North 3, you came into that injured that you had to be on commentary for. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, that that wasn't um that wasn't easy for me, you know. I I I I appreciated all the work the women and men were doing in that said show, um, yourself as well watching was was great and being able to call it was even even cooler for someone like me to kind of be on the outside looking in but um, by the way I, crushed I, I, it I, as that as well crushed it oh, in commentary yeah. as I well mean, are you surprised uh vicious no. vicky is good at everything she does that is just how it works um so i think i think you already know that but with that being said um yes it was very difficult for me to watch you know everybody doing what they do best and what I do best and just kind of, you know, making names for themselves and, and elevating their careers and their, their absolute peaks is exactly where I was before I was injured. So to kind of be in the Queen of the North four, and I, and I think I was in the second one or the first one, I wrestled Ray Lynn. And so I, I, I'm no stranger to this tournament. I'm no stranger to this, you know, to this show. Um, and I'm definitely no stranger to BCW. So I think for me this time going around, I'll let you do the honors of explaining that more into detail. But I think this time going around, this is my moment to prove exactly why I am claiming myself to be the best woman to wrestle in the entire universe. Absolutely. Because you are going to be a very big factor here in the next Queen of the North for BCW at Ridgefield Park, New Jersey, January 29th. Doors open at 2 o'clock. Tickets are on sale right now. Uh, I'm going to get to that in a little bit. But let's talk a little bit more about your year, 2022. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you as I said before, decorated champion all throughout. Uh, you had to, because of injury, either give up belts, you lost belts. But then you also you had the high of being the last, was a musical called Last Wrestling Match? The last match for us. The last Rock match. Musical. Excuse me. You, you had the honors of being in that. Then you had the honors of being AEW Dark, which unfortunately did not air that part. Like It, it was just such a, a wonky year for yeah. you. Like <laughs> talk, talk to me a lot about that and how, how it affected your mindset and what that means for you going into this year. Yeah. I mean, to be completely frank, you know, the year started off where I was kind of hot. You know, I was I was gaining momentum in the previous year and I was on this this high, and not only like in my my own self, but within my fans. And whether they loved me or they hated me, I really still could give a damn. But 
you know, I, I had this momentum going, you know, I was getting more opportunities. I was getting opportunities in higher places, except the companies I wanted to be in, but more and more opportunities. And, you know, you just one little thing you do wrong and you're in, you're out. You know, I had like what I believed to have been a serious knee injury, which I'm you know, grateful for me that it was not. Thank um, God. Yes. But it was so bad that I was like, I'm out for a while, you know, and I, and I made the smart decision of what I normally wouldn't do, which would be to step, step away. And when I did step away, I'm watching, you know, everybody get these opportunities and, and, and watching people on my television sets. And, and let me tell you something. I, I am very happy for people. Um, I, I, I cheer for my friends. I cheer for my enemies. I cheer for everyone who gets, you know, these things that they, that they achieve because that's what we're all looking for. And it's very cool. But at the same time, yeah, I was a hundred percent sour and angry and bitter because I'm sitting on the outside going, well, what the hell? Like that should be me. And then when I came back, you know, I, I, I had this momentum going and I just lost it again. I couldn't find that fire. Um, cause I believed that, you know, I don't want to say like what, what took me away from wrestling was going to happen again. But of course there was that fear of that my arm went, you know, in the middle of that too, I uh, tore my labrum. So I was kind of like, oh my God, like now I'm dealing with this. And then I started getting a little momentum back and like getting belts back. And then I sprained my, uh, my leg. It was like, it was like a domino effect. I sprained my left ankle. Bad. Bad. So that's the thing. Anytime you seemed like you were gaining some momentum, it was just taken away. Like yes. you were battling an uphill battle. It seemed like most of the year and, and you still came out with a pretty strong year, like better than most, I would say. I agree. Yeah. The ankle sprain would like set me over the edge, man. I had, I was welcomed back to MCW. You know, I, I was very excited to be back. And like the last couple seconds of the match, just, I, I even posted it. Like I had to like, you know, pull off shows and yeah, I'm pulling the curtain back, man. Cause we all do this. Like, you know, this whole thing of like feeling defeated, feeling down, feeling like, you know, why is this happening to me? I was, I was so depressed and so sad. And like, I, I, it was awful, you know? And I remember just thinking like, okay, like my ankle still hurts, you know, like disclaimer, like don't not hire me because I'm injured because I'm fine. But like, yeah, like, you know, we're, we're wrestlers. We have aches and pains and things hurt all the time. Like if someone tells you they're not in pain all the time, they are full of shit. Because, or they're not working. <laughs> or they're not working. Right. I was like, because I'm in pain all the time. You know, when you're in the rain, the adrenaline kicks in everything. Um, fun fact though. Um, when I had the musical, the very first showing of the musical, that was in September. I sprained my ankle September 26th. It was a Friday. Really bad, severe. Like, I thought I broke my foot. I woke up the next morning. I, I couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't even I couldn't even touch my toe to the floor because, like, I thought it, it was terrible. It was terrible. So I'm Oof. like, I'm done. I, I broke my ankle. I'm done. Severe sprain. Like I said, still hurts September to now. Still hurts. But I had the musical two days after that. How did you so do it? I, I did. Yeah, I pushed through it. I don't know how I did it. Um, I took Tylenol every six hours. Um, you know, like I, it, it was awful. Or actually it was the next week, I believe, because I had shows. Yes, it was the next Monday. I was not ready. I didn't rest it enough. I, but I was like, I am not. That was probably the coolest thing I ever did in my life. Um, aside from the WWE tryout, going to the PC and experience that whole thing that I talked about with you previously. Um, you know, that was cool, you know, to be merging the world of Broadway and, and music. I mean, it was, it was so unique. I mean, it, it got play in the media, A. B, like, you know, you're working with like credible people. You work with Mickey James, Matt Cardona's involved. You know, like, you know, how can you not 
you know, like, hey, is this thing together? I can still kind of walk. All right, and, and I told, <laughs> dude, I told them all too. I was like, I'm not gonna lie, and my, you know, my part is all probably like the whole thing, like 15 minutes ish. So it's not like I had to be in the entire play, but that was a big portion of the show. You know, um, I got stunned by Matt Cardona, which was freaking awesome, by the way. And yes, I don't give a crap. I'm marking out for the major players. Okay, I think it's freaking great what they do. I was awesome. Okay, sold it like a champ. <laughs> Oh, I tried, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't want to outdo it, you know what I mean? But <laughs> very cool, very cool experience. Um, but yeah, did it all with a sprained ankle the first time. Awful. Um, pushed through it, man. And and it's crazy because, you know, like I said, like when you're injured or when you feel like these aches and pains and these dings, like your adrenaline is just so high that you don't feel it till after. Like, I remember like as soon as the show was over, my ankle was throbbing so bad i was like i was crying like i was like it hurt so bad but i did it you know um something i'll never forget but going back to momentum and everything that happened in 2022 once i came back again i was getting my belts back right now i have my icw women's title back i have my iwa women's title back um you know so that's two out of seven but you know i'm slowly trying to work my way back up and maybe even claim some new gold man you know that's my goal i'm just trying to prove and again, off the record in some sort of way, but trying to prove why I am the most overlooked, underutilized woman's wrestler probably on the planet right now. I, I am, you know, and, and it's not even a bitter thing anymore because I was when I was hurt. I wasn't bitter and mad because people were getting opportunities over me. It was it was within myself. It was like, I can't do it. I can't go out there and go and grab this shit by the balls and do it like I was when I first started. I was traveling on planes, going all over the place. I couldn't do it. I couldn't go. I, I had I I was hurt. I was dealing with mental health, you know, which has always been a struggle for me. And I'm finally at a good place with that, you know. So it's like, man, like to to have a new year and new beginnings and new opportunities that have been given to me and in front of me. Like this is my year. And and I'm and I'm being honest. Whether whether this is ends up being true because we're wrestlers where we're, we're, we're in wrestling. We do this shit all the time for some reason where we give ourselves a time frame and we keep exceeding it. But I'm giving my, I gave myself in September when I turned 29, I said, I'm giving myself another year. I was like, I'm going to take it more serious. Not that I didn't, but again, being injured, being out, you got kind of gotten that down, like depression spiral, if you want to call it that. But I told myself from September to September, I was like, I want to start making moves now. I was like, by the time I'm 30, if I don't have something in some way, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna just give it up for a little bit and just like walk away. Wow. Um, do is that a promise to myself? I don't know. You know what I mean? It's one of those. But I think giving myself that time frame, like I told myself when I started wrestling, I, I have five years now. I said I'm like five years. I'm not signed by five years. I'm done because I want to move on to the next chapter of my life, which would be get married and have kids and a family and you know the lottie dotty dotty American uh, <laughs> dream. You know all about that. <laughs> a little one. bit. A little bit. I know a little bit. And, you know, um, people say don't do it. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think it's a beautiful thing. And, yes, I think that's where I see myself as well. But that's not where I am right now. I'm, you know, I have the best partner in the world. I have great family. And I'm young enough and able-bodied enough where I can still do this. Um, so I'm not taking that for granted. I'm not taking any of that for granted. It's just a matter of how do I get there, you know. And, and there were some things that happened that, you know, again, well, I'll let you – run the show but there are a lot of things that happened here in this year that gave me hope the musical being the first stop of that hope train if you want to call it that uh, yeah i mean like again like 
tumultuous. I think it's the word that we can use for your year. Highs and lows, man. Highs and lows. I, I, I and I definitely could relate. But we're not here to talk about me. Uh, this is about you. So, you know, one of the things that you did uh, in BCW, another title, you won the Empress of Anarchy. Yep. And yeah. That was the last time we saw you in BCW. That was <laughs> in what? The summer? July, maybe. Right. I think that it was, was July. July. Yeah. So the end of July. Quite a gap here. Like talking about that. Like you, you you win that opportunity. You're like, all right, so what's gonna come of this? And then it's taking a few months here, but here we are, Queen of North Four. You're gonna finally get your shot to get a championship, to cash this in, if you will. For Grand Dragon Championship against Anthony Gangone. Yeah. So I, I, I kind of I kind of had my moments with BCW. I'm just like, I don't understand, like, you know, what's going on? What are we waiting for? You know, I I, I blew through uh, Edith Surreal and Bonesaw Brooks like it was, you know, nothing. So I you know I'm just I'm just trying to trying to understand like what what was the point of that, right? I'm like, I, I first of all, I think Empress of Anarchy is awesome name. Second of all, what does it mean? You know, I didn't understand. What did it mean? You know, I asked AJ Pan, hey, man, what, what, what is this about? You know, like you, I, I, I claimed said throne of what Empresses of Anarchies are. And I guess I'm one now. Um, then it was explained to me, you know, what, what it is. And, you know, I have this opportunity to cash in that said title for an opportunity. So I kind of just sat back and, and watched and gave it my own little, uh, what do you want to call it? Like, observation and, and being smart about which way direction I was going to go and Anthony Gangone is easily one of the best on the scene right now I am not going to deny that I I do I think I think I think I can always give credit where credit is due and I agree with that statement he's but a magician in that ring he, yeah right it speaks for itself but you know with that being said I I was never big on intergender wrestling that is a fun fun fact people know about me it has nothing to do with, you know, men and women being in the ring or whatever. It's just a matter of, you know, I, I just, I don't know. I just never thought it was appealing in at first. Then I started dipping my toe in a little bit more because I started realizing like, hey, man, you know what? Like, I am just as tough as these men, man. And us women in general are as tough as these men. And I'm like, you know what? I'm like, you know, I had I had a couple bouts of Warriors, you know, shout out to Warriors with Chris Steeler. We had a little storyline going and it was real. The story was real. That was the thing. You know, they always say like storytelling, like our storytelling was real. You know, this this guy who I knew when I was a kid, who who I used to watch wrestle and, and looked up to. And now I'm kicking his ass in the ring for him taking his No Limits Championship. You know, the same applies for Anthony Gangone when I was this green as goose shit wrestler, you know, watching him and, and, and succeeding and doing all these things. And I'm like, man, he's really good. And like, even picking his brain sometimes if I want to, if I like him. Uh, but now it's like, you know, it's, not, it's, 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 it's at a point where that championship, because he's holding it in my eyes, is prestigious. And I want it. So I feel like, with that being said, if I'm, every, everything I touch turns to gold. I keep saying it, and I will keep saying it until I die. Everything that I touch turns to gold. That is just how it works. So I do have the minus touch. So why not take that title and make it mine? I think it's I think it's a great go, vicious Vicky the Golden Dragon champion. It's like it's freaking great. I might even change the name of the championship belt. Who knows? You, I mean, you just did. I mean, from Grand Dragon champion, I, I like Golden Dragon champion. I, I like that. I like that. And yeah. It's green. It's a green championship. I think it works well with you. You look great with that. 
Uh-huh. Dude, I'm, I'm for it, man. I'm well, for it. I'm here for it. Well, yeah, that's a, that's a little fun, a little fun thing I like to do. I, I, I'm starting to name things, give them their own names. You know, I, 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 hey, at one point, I might even have my own damn Dundee Award, okay? That's how prestigious and cool that I am, okay? <laughs> We're just going to make awards for you because that's how damn good you are. That's what I'm saying. I don't know why no one's done it yet, but we'll see. I'm surprised I didn't see you in the Golden Globes yesterday. Yeah. Like, I, th- I feel like you're I robbed. I, I did get robbed. No pun intended. <laughs> anyway i'll be here all night hey <laughs> man to that well vicious vicky i personally cannot wait to see this match i do hope i get to do commentary for this one because it it is a match that is a i know people use the words must see but it, 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 there's no other words for this this is must see anything can go this is marquee matchup this is yeah. queen of the north no disrespect to any of the women every any other man on the card everyone's gonna kick ass we all do that's what we do but this is definitely must see match of the night. This is marquee. This is main event. This is this is that match. I, I've had people say things to me too, like Vicky, I can't wait to see that match. And I was like, Yo, you better watch it because I'm gonna be walking away with that championship. I I am very convinced that I'm going to make Anthony Gangone tap out. You're not even gonna pin him. You're gonna make him tap. I'm gonna make him tap out. Oh hell, girl. Uh-huh. I'm here for this. I'm gonna make him tap out. Mark her words, ladies and gentlemen. Vicious Vicky is not only going to win the Grand Dragon Championship, she is going to make Anthony Gangone, the great Anthony Gangone, tap out. Strong words. And I am And people can't get weird about this, so I'm going to say this, because if you do, it is what it is. You're weird. But I'm going to make him submit to another woman, and no, it won't be Valentina. <laughs> Mic drop. With that, we're going to kick things off. Back to Michael J. Putty for a TV takedown. Vicious Vicky. Much love, and I cannot wait for January 29th, Queen of the North 4. Tickets are on sale now. Get yours today. It's time for this week's TV Takedown. Always a pleasure having Vicious Vicky on our show, man. Ah, what an incredible performer, man. She she always knocks in the aisle of the park in the interviews, her promos, and most of all, inside the ring. I cannot wait to see what she does against Anthony Gangone in that match of BCW Queen of the North for, for the Grand Dragon Championship. You know, she's never won gold in BCW, man. Like, this yep. this could be it. You've been high on Vicious Vicky since our commentary days and other promotions. One of her first matches. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we, we, we talked about that, man. Just because, like, I saw something in her right away. I was just like, there's something about her. Like, she's she's got that that, that je ne sais quoi. Right, yeah. She, 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 she has a it factor. And I, I saw that right away, and then what really cemented it that uh, that feeling was when she won her first championship, the BWF Women's Championship at BWF, and it was a packed, packed crowd. Packed house, multi woman booze. Right, the booze that she got, and she just she reined it in, man. She took it all in. And it was just such a cool moment to see. Like she, she owns it. She owns it, man. And she's a, and like, she's a badass. Ever since she's a badass female wrestler. She is. Now as a girl dad, does that not now that does it that make you feel differently about her? Now that you're a father to a girl, does that make you like feel more 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 of a connection to her and her success? Absolutely. I I, I think I said something along those lines to her uh, in private about like you know when I found out I'm having a girl, like you know I hope she's as badass asks you uh something to the effect of that you what know, are we talking uh, about here okay all right you gonna make a pull string doll of me 
with these yes. like, different sayings. Oh, that's great. I'll get the AJ pen. <laughs> oh, God, of course you would. Mark, you told me to tell you off air. Oh, by the way, thank you, Vicious Vicky. I love your interviews. Thank you uh, for your time. You told me to tell you off air, but uh, I'm going to tell you now on air the match results. The main event of Hard to Kill and new Knockout Women's Champion, Mickey James. Congratulations to her. Holy shit! The last rodeo will continue. <laughs> Congratulations. That's amazing. Let's cheers to her. That is last amazing, rodeo. man. Last rodeo. Cheers to Mickey James. Here it is, Impact at Impact Wrestling. She did it. Mickey James is the new Knockouts World Champion. Incredible, man. Something I've been saying for the last almost half a year now since Impact moved over to Friday night live events. Antoine Parrish at the Mo 85. Really, Impact Wrestling? Why do you pick tonight to have a pay-per-view on SmackDown and Rampage? You're like, come on, nobody's going to watch that. Why do you do it on Saturday night? SMH, LOL. Agreed, dude. Agreed. I've been saying that for months now. Come on. I would have watched that tomorrow night. (sighs) But anyway. Same. 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 So, Mickey James. Dude, that... Did you see that happening? Like, did you think that she was going to win the championship tonight? I think we talked about it a while ago. I think I said yes, because I don't think Hard to Kill is a spot she wants to ride out in the sunset, unless it was Deanna Perrazzo, like we talked about months ago. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Hard to Kill isn't there. It's one of their four pillar pay-per-views, not the top two. But I don't see her going out on a, unless it's like a big grand stage to give her what she deserves. So let's see how this long, this last rodeo goes on for. But congratulations to her. However, I noticed she won it tonight, Friday the 13th of January. You know what that means, Marcus? Two, no, I don't. Two weeks from, from now, could we see her come back? As knockout champion at the Royal Rumble two years in a row. Do you think that could happen? No. Do you think that could happen? No. That would be awesome. Not two years in a row. Then I'll become gimmicky. But that, I just yeah. I just thought it would be funny that uh, the timing just matches up. It does match up pretty well, doesn't it? But, you know, with Mickey James, I honestly, going into tonight, I thought initially, I was like, she's probably going to lose because there were a lot of familiar faces at Impact tonight at yeah. Hard to Kill. A lot of people that, that throughout her career that she's gotten to know very well that she's worked with with closely. So I was thinking like, oh, this is like a kumbaya type of deal. Like you know, she she loses, she's out, she's done, her career's over, she retires. So this, this people coming together say goodbye. But no, dude, that, that was a great swerve. Did not see that one coming. So what does this mean now? Is she here to stay? Is she not going to retire? I'm not sure. I'm seeing these clips. She's I'm seeing her kids celebrating the ring. Her family's in the ring. Victoria, Lisa Marie's in the ring. I'm not hearing commentary saying, because we're obviously doing the show. She started from the ground up again, and if she lost the match, she's retiring until she gets a knockout championship opportunity. Not only did she got the opportunity, but won the knockout championship. Does that stipulation go forward? Like, next time she loses, next time she drops the belt, is she done? I think that's the case. I got to wait till Thursday on Impact Wrestling on Access TV. Check it out. It's good fucking shit. Really good stuff. See what they say then. But. So this was her own doing. This wasn't necessarily brought down upon management. This wasn't like a punishment for it. She, she's the one that brought this up. Uh, Storyline wise, yeah, this is her. Like, you know, she lost. She kept losing, um, but by very curious means. And she's like, you know what? I'm going to start from the ground up, earn my opportunity again at the Knockout Championship. And she, she did. She started facing nobodies. And then she started facing the competition. Um, and then here, here we are. Never lost. Like my. It's like my career mode in uh, WWE 2K. Pretty much, yeah. So I th- it seems like she's here to stay. For how long, I don't know. I, again, it's a great storyline. Again, I, I can't see her going till Slammiversary. 
which is their second biggest show. The biggest one is Bound for Glory. Maybe she loses it at Slammiversary and gets inducted to the Hall of Fame at Bound for Glory. I mean, I just don't know. But then would that mean she's a paper champion, though? Like, it's Again, it, James it, we're talking about maybe. here. She's, she's got to have a decent well, run. What is paper champion? Because, well, that's in July. That's six months, seven months. That's not a bad run. But how often and, is she and she's betting be- in between there? And she's beating everybody already on the roster. That means you have to involve new people in the, in the mix. And tonight, they also crowned a new knockouts champion, uh, number one contender, I'm sorry, which I don't know how that bodes for Mickey James, uh, the relentless Masa Slamovich. Mm. Okay, let's go. Which I would let's not go. I would not want to face. That's that's a tough, tough matchup for her. She did not face her on her road uh part of the last rodeo. So it'll be the new fresh matchup, which I'm excited to see. Masha Slamovich, a woman we've called matches for. I am really fun to say that. Yeah, no, it really is. Like I I've been following her career like before and after. Yeah. Uh it, it, it's been really awesome to see. She's she's every bit as advertised. Damn right. You know, call, calling her Magic Live, like she, she is, she, she can go. She's one of the best wrestlers I have seen live. And she's scary in the ring, too. Yeah. And she's scary outside the ring. I think she made you pee your pants one time. You try to say hi and she gave you a look, like made you flinch. We don't talk about that here. Oh, wow. Moving yeah. on. Moving on. Uh, how long is this going to last? I don't know. I mean, how long? How, you said make her a paper champion. What do you think would be too short of a reign for her? Is six, seven months too short? It depends. Like, is she consistently defending during that time? Does she does she have at least like you know at least one title defense a month? Most at knockouts. The very least, most she... knockouts champions do. Okay. Knockouts championship has been defended pretty frequently, much more than knockouts okay. tag team championships. But yeah, that's pretty mainstay. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm, so not, then, I'm, not, I'm not worried about her defend her going away for two months and then coming back to randomly defend it. I'm not worried about that. Right. So then, like, I I think that's a pretty fair run, if anything, like. You know, if she defended like once or twice, and then that's it, it's over. And then, I, I, yeah, that's that's a paper champion in my eyes. But that goes back to our original suggestion for Hard to Kill two months ago: is Deanna Peraza the one to take her title off her, passing the torch, so to speak? Not that not, not that Deanna needs a torch passed to her, because she's blazing her no. own path, so to speak. I think that would be a nice moment. I don't honestly know if Mickey James is retiring anytime soon. Like, part of me thinks this was just like a this ploy? is all storyline. Yeah, not necessarily a ploy, but storyline and a very effective storyline. I hope so. He has everyone talking because I mean, not for nothing. I mean, how often does Impact trend? You know, Mickey James has been bringing more eyes to Impact because of the storyline alone. I've noticed their live events do trend, but this is way higher and more frequently because of the Mickey James match. Even when the show started kicking off. It was Full Metal Mayhem, Josh Alexander defending against Bully Ray. A phenomenal match from what I've seen on Twitter. The clips I've seen, I think I might reorder the pay-per-view just to watch the replay. Joe Hendry versus Musa heard it was an amazing match. But everyone's talking about this match since 8 o'clock, even right. 7.30. This is the match. I can't wait. I'm counting down to this match. So maybe, maybe that's right. But I, I feel like this actually surpassed SmackDown as far as like you know people talking about this. And, and, and you know, SmackDown typically trumps anything impact does of course but you know th- th- this is a huge deal we're talking about a not an impact legend but a wrestling legend Smack- mickey james possibly retiring smackdown was number one tonight but impact i think crept up to like third or four that's pretty huge for them i guess smackdown, SmackDown the, the, the hashtag smackdown itself was trending but like you know if you were to see the topics that people talking about it's it's kind of vanilla like the, the real meat and potatoes, people were talking about Mickey James. That was a real conversation going on there. Congratulations to her. I'm happy she uh, won, but I didn't want to see her retire. 
Let's see how long this rodeo lasts, Marcus. Hoping you're right. Let's keep I, it going, baby. I'm, I'm holding you right. Let's keep I'm, it going. She's still killing it. So she still has gas up in the tank. She's on her A game. Yeah. She's on her A game, man. Uh, honestly, like anytime I see her do what she does, I, I really feel like more and more WWE just completely dropped the ball with her. And it's such a shame because she could have, she could clearly go and she could clearly hold her own and becoming a, a main event player. And WWE just made her like a side piece character. Like it, 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 it was frustrating. Yep. So kudos to Mickey James. Glad to see you get your shine. Becoming the Impact Women's Champion once again. This Knockout. is awesome. Knockouts. Good night. Knockout, Knockout champion. champion. Sorry. Had a, little, had a little once a minute here. Sorry. Sorry. But moving on here, putty. Let's go to all the way to the beginning of the week, Monday Night Raw. So what people were talking about that with there was Alexa Bliss cutting that promo with Uncle Howdy coming out. Sportskedia Wrestling at SK Wrestling underscore. It's a quote by Alexa Bliss. Bianca doesn't need to be afraid of Bray Wyatt or Uncle Howdy. She needs to be afraid of me. Strong words by Alexa Bliss. Don't know really what to make of the whole Uncle Howdy thing coming out. But I will ask you this, buddy. Can this version of Alexa Bliss find her way back to being champion once again? Absolutely. Can I say that? Because any version of Alexa Bliss can find her way back to being champion. Alexa Bliss any version? Yeah. Any version. Okay, go on. Alexa Bliss is great. She was the first time. Raw SmackDown Women's Champion. Her resume speaks for herself. I think Alexa Bliss is fan-freaking-tastic. This just adds more of a storyline, more of a crowd-pleasing uh, focal point because everyone loves Bray Wyatt. Oh, she's now oh, she's part of back. She's back with the Fiend. Is she back up in the family? Dionka Howdy thing definitely elevates her on the roster level, but Alexa Bliss did not need this to become a champion again. Mm. Definitely helps. Okay. Doesn't need it. Definitely helps. Or it could hurt. Like... We don't know what Uncle Howdy, what his intentions are, or what's going on here. We don't know what's going on with Uncle Howdy with Bray Wyatt, really. We don't know what's going on with her with Alexa Bliss, well, him with Alexa Bliss. Like, he said it tonight. He is Uncle Howdy. So what does that mean? That was a weird comment. So did he that te- was a weird comment. Did he text himself? I, I don't understand that. I sent it to you tonight. There was a promo of, like, oh, Bray Wyatt coming up next. And he the screen flickers, and there was a fucking QR code. And that QR code left to fucking Bray Wyatt in the funhouse turning to the fiend like that was like two years ago mm. so it's this is starting to get a little what they're going on with this but it's, it's starting to get a little too confusing yep uh, too, too, like I, I think they need to like reel in a little bit more uh and, and take a next step forward here uh what this next chapter is because it, it something has to happen in Royal rumble and something big has to happen for this to pay off you know, if this is still to like a to be continued type of deal, then I, I think I think fans are starting to lose interest, and I think they'll definitely lose interest if something big doesn't happen by the Royal Rumble. Because again, you you mentioned it again, still in your memory, Alexa Bliss and the Fiend had some beef, right? She turned on the Fiend or whatever right. happened at WrestleMania, but the Fiend's not here anymore. So is she still having some sort of connection with Bray Wyatt? And how's Uncle Howdy feel in now that Uncle Howdy is Bray Wyatt? But then we see them together in the same ring, and how do you attack Bray Wyatt? Wait, what, isn't it Bo on? Dallas? Yeah, that's that's what it was seemed to be. Eagle Eye reviewers say that's Bo Dallas. So what? The but f- like, or or it's just Bo Dallas being like a stunt double, and it is Bray Wyatt. What is going no, it on? It can't be Bray Wyatt because if he's on the Howdy, how do he attack himself? Makes no sense. And here we are I, I, talking about Alexa I, Bliss. Yeah, we're talking about Bray Wyatt. Right. It's just right. Is that a problem? That is that is that's a problem, isn't it? I think so. Unless, the, unless there's some sort of, I mean, obviously there's going to be a tie-in. Like something has to happen to, to 
either get them a feud against each other or have them reconnect. Like there's 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 still something there. I mean, not for nothing. It was all completely unresolved anyway, right? Yeah. Like I I I think there needs to be some sort of closure for that storyline. Maybe that's why they're bringing it back. So if that's the case, then maybe Alexa Bliss doesn't beat Bianca Belair. Maybe she doesn't. This version of her doesn't win a championship, even though she definitely deserves it. And I questioned what you said before about, like, you know, any version of Alexa Bliss can be champion. I honestly, I am a huge Alexa Bliss fan. I also found the latest version of her, you know, as, like, you know, Bianca's friend, uh, you know, Asuka's friend. Like, she was just in the background. She really didn't stand out at all. And I think part of it is because, like, she didn't necessarily understand what direction she was going. You know, all I, that I, happened I, when Triple H took over, though. Right, that did happen. Which I'm not. I'm not so I'm not saying like this is a Vince McMahon problem. So this th- is, I think this was this like is... no, no. I'm not saying that. I think th- I think this was chess. Like Triple H said, this is do this and let's think four steps ahead. He knew he's bringing Bray Wyatt back, so let's give Alexa Bliss some sort of background character, some sort of not really much to her, and then people maybe forget about her. She's Alexa Bliss's. She's uh, Bianca Belair's sidekick. Not give her too much momentum. Not give her too much credibility, so people forget about her. And what, how great she is. So when we bring the fiend back and the storyline intersects again, people can be like, "Oh shit, that's right, Alexa Bliss is fucking awesome." No, it, so you know, forward to her. V- valid point. Valid point. So if that is that, true, it, props to props to them and creative. That was fucking and props to her for dealing with that. It was great. I mean, clearly that's what it was. Yeah, I, I, I think I think you hit it right in the head. I, that, that's exactly what it was. So. um I mean, it's going to be a good match. I, I'm, I'm curious to see the, how this progresses and what happens next with the whole Uncle Uncle Howdy, Bray Wyatt, Fiend, whatever ha- have you, and, and to see how Alexa Bliss transforms, I guess, uh, will be interesting to see. But moving on here to NXT. Unfortunately, NXT kind of got trumped with like the whole Stephanie McMahon, Saudi rumors going on that day with the news. But Good show, this though. Was, this it was New Year's was... Evil. Great show. Great matches. Please don't sleep I... on NXT. And, and that, that's the shame of it because it got overshadowed. Even the Golden Globes got overshadowed by all these news, which was on a Tuesday night, which was very random. Anywho, underscore Banks Prescott talked about toxic attraction, which found its way to be trending at some point after all the chaos that was going on. She says, we're getting a triple threat. I have a feeling that toxic attraction is going to split very soon. This was after toxic attraction won that run to get the number one contender spot. Here against Roxanne for the NXT Women's Championship, Putty. What do you think? I mean, this was like kind of like a Royal Rumble '93. Was it '93 finish? '94. Uh, I think '93. Here, but yeah, '93. Right. I thought it was but well, it- well, well done. I mean, again, something's we see this before happen. I think it was Big Show and The Rock. I think where it, they didn't sync up. These women landed exactly the same time. It was Batista and uh, Cena, I think, too. Right? Maybe. Maybe you're right. Yeah. But this, they they've landed synchronistically. It was great, um, and that what the way they did it, the way they were celebrating the ring, and then Jesse Jane was like that face just turned, and it led to them beating each other up. Is this the end? I don't think so. But I'm saying that because I don't want it to be end. Because if it's not the end, where do they go from here as a tag team? I think they need that third person. The, the whole Mandy Rose getting fired thing really messed them up. Didn't oh, absolutely, it? it definitely hurt them. And they're great performers, and they were just great because of the stable that was Taka's attraction now it's just them two who they i think they were doing pretty good on their own maybe one or two matches before manny rose came in the picture but can they go one-on-one could this be a feud could this be a rivalry who's the face who's the heel here because the crowd seemed behind jesse jane 
the crowd was chanting her name. The crowd seemed to be fully behind her for some reason. Whatever it was, okay. She's someone that could play a face pretty well. Gigi Dolan, I'm not too sure. I think she's, I think she leans more heel than anything else. Possibly. You know, but like, I I feel like, yeah, Mandy Rose getting fired definitely screwed everything up because they, they were geared to be like this this major women's faction, uh, a la the Shield, yeah. right? And they seemed probably like the goal to eventually bring the main roster together. Eventually, you know, they dominate to do their thing, and then maybe eventually, the, however, Gigi does and and uh, Jace does, like you know, maybe then they all three of them like do their own thing because. Beforehand in the Indies, like these two women here were fantastic competitors, yeah. but it's a whole different game when you go from the Indies to WWE. You know, you, you have to like learn these different ropes. And Mandy Rose obviously is teaching them very well here, and they're, they're, they're catching stride in XC. But it just seems like they didn't they they didn't fall through all the way because of the fact of well, Mandy Rose fired. So so now what? <laughs> it's sink or swim right now for them, I guess. I think this is what they're doing, right? Sink or swim. If they're feud, if they're if them fighting each other, wins the crowd over, and they're during this triple threat, that might lead to something. If the crowd's behind both of them, maybe they'll keep them together. They could be a litmus test of who the crowd likes more going forward. We'll see what happens. But I'm hoping this is not the end because I, I love these women together. In a, in a division that's lacking female tag teams, I think they're one of the standouts of that NXT women's tag team division. Oh, absolutely. Uh, they've done such a fantastic job as a team. Like it would be a shame to see him split up, but yeah, you know, at the same time, like eventually it's going to happen, right? It just seems like it's it's. Yeah. What well, else can it, they do? It, right, it's now? going to happen eventually, unless they bring them to the right. main roster I, together. Because again, that tag team division needs solid tag teams too. But they tried it out in SmackDown once or twice and didn't work out too well, apparently, according to backstage reports. So we'll see what happens. But I don't think this is the end. I'm trying to be optimistic here. Let's keep them together. Do they recruit a third member? And that's what I was going to say. Like, you know, maybe they have like another person coming. Like, there were some speculation. I mean, Chelsea Green is signed. They just don't know what they're doing with her. Could Chelsea Green be the one to lead them? That was my first thought. That would make sense. That was my first thought. That my would second make thought sense. was maybe Dana Brooke because she's not doing anything. Dana Brooke's not doing anything. Sonia Deville came in at one point. That's true. With them, I think like, that that could work. And you know, Mandy Rose, she she was interviewed to, uh, earlier this week uh, in the mainstream media and talking about a possible WWE return. She said, "Never say never." You know, obviously she's hurt by what happened. Of course, she's she's clearly made her bag since then, becoming a self made millionaire with her not only fans, but was it fan her own website, Fan Army, Fan Zone? I don't know. If you guys know, you know. Whatever you know, you know. But you know, clearly, she, clearly we she don't. Didn't she has to close the door there on that. So, I, I mean, there's a lot of different ways you're going to go here. And she said, she, I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't see the interview. I taped it because I knew it was happening, but I didn't get a chance to watch it. But I've seen clips online since. Um, she is willing to give up that site to come back if the conversation is fruitful. So that shows her passion for this business. I'm hoping Triple H is if willing to listen. The, if the conversation is fruitful. Exactly, yeah. Now, you, you read between the lines here. Hey, this is what I'm making with my OnlyFans or OnlyFans like site. Are you going to pay me the same? Is my contract going to be the same? Won't, that? But could, it, could we have, have could we have a compromise? How about you pay me, for example, five hundred thousand a year, but I keep my site, but I don't post nudes, I don't do the cock ratings, I don't do any um, implied nudity, I just do lingerie or swimsuits. Could that work? Because that's not that's not risque, that's not inappropriate. So I can make some money off that. Do you need to have an open conversation about that? I'm hoping it works out for. Her. I want to see her back sooner rather than later. 
No, of course. I think we all do. Yeah. And I, I think especially toxic, toxic attraction does. Because right now, as I said, I think this, this match coming up is very much a test of like sink or swim for them. Now as a father, how do you feel about the, like, the OnlyFans sites? Oh, God. I'll just move on. I'm just fucking fucking Oh, God. We're running short on time, please. One more story, Marcus. Let's wrap things up. All right, going to AEW. AEW was a big deal this week. I mean, they were talking about the show for weeks, almost almost over a month. I think they've been talking about this, coming up with Soraya and her mystery partner facing Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter, right? And who who was it? Who was the partner? Everyone thought it was going to be Mercedes Monet, right? Uh, Or Sasha Banks, rather. But no, it, it was it was Tony Storm. She has like two weeks still, ago. The, still, there was hope, right? Still, there was hope that maybe something would happen that Mercedes Monet would find her way into this match. Well, it didn't happen. Moonlight Graham at Reese Kelly G. I think it goes without saying that it was an all-time pay-per-view quality AEW Dynamite. No Mercedes Monet was the only miss, and that's only because AEW smart fans are conditioned to look for teases and everything. The signs were there; it just didn't happen. Wonderful show. I agree that, you know, it, that was a great show all around. The match itself was a quality match. It was great to see Soraya coming to her own again, becoming the, the, the old page that we knew and loved, to seeing that confidence come back in the ring. So that was fantastic to see. But, you know, like, fans were very disappointed. There were a lot of boos at one point. There was the fact that when they thought Mercedes Monet was coming and it didn't happen, it was a tease for AEW Rampage. Putty, your thoughts on this? Does AEW need Mercedes Monet on their roster? Why were they disappointed? It was announced again two weeks ago. She picked Tony Storm. We knew it was going to be Tony Storm. Why, why are you disappointed? Because they didn't give you well, what you apparently, wanted. Apparently, there, there was a, some teases along the way. Nah, Britt nah. Baker cut a promo. Whatever. Yada yada. There, there was some of that. There was some breadcrumbs. To quote there. the legendary Justin Timberlake, "Cry me a river." Ooh, okay. I said Sasha Banks to come back to WWE. I think she needs to go back to WWE to finish that. Just to, fin- to get some sort of closure here. Her, why do you say that though? You said it before. I feel like you're talking about it as a fan of WWE, but like, wh- no, why just, just exactly? Because just the way she left, get some sort of closure. Just like lose the belts respectfully. Just just get some sort of closure. I just don't like the way she left. Couldn't you say the same about CM Punk though? The way he how he left to have some sort of closure. AW? Like, I feel AW? Like it, with AW? No, with WWE. No, about, he, like, he, he never got suspended. He never left as champion. He he left. His contract was up. It was done. He, CM he, Punk's contract was no, his contract was not up. Was WWE? He didn't get fired. He didn't get WWE. released. He didn't get suspended. He he left, right? He walked out. You talking in, about in money in the bank? No, no, no. I'm talking about like when he actually Oh, left I'm sorry. Okay. For good. He took his ball and went home. Yeah. Like, would you say the same about that? That he that he I would that closure? No. Like, what's the difference? Because I don't think he was champion. He that's a fucking good question, Marcus. I think he should come back to AW. For closure, because he was champion when he left, so I think might be the championship might be playing in. I need to, I need to get more time on that because I thought he left his contract was up, so I need to think more about that. But I think he needs, needs to come back to AEW to close that storyline. I would like to see him back. I'm not a Punk fan, but I'd like to see him back in AEW just for some sort of interesting cap that off. Does I don't think she needs to go to AEW. Does AEW need her? Yeah, yes. that's the question. Does AEW need her? Really? Why? Yes, for that more that mainstream. More international star to get because anything Sasha Banks does or Monet money does, people are talking about. Just her to go to AEW, especially with the way she left WWE, people would talk that that would put more eyes on that product. Again, that's a floundering division that, that last year, maybe year or so, have done a great job rebuilding themselves, and this would only add more to it. 
I hear what you're saying. Mercedes Monet is a star. There's no denying that. She's in the AW, but I think AW could benefit from her coming there. No, Mercedes Monet doesn't need any single promotion. She's clearly she clearly can make a name for herself and be fine. However, I will say this: going to the point of AEW, does AEW need her? No, I don't think they need her. I think th- I think she would be a great get. I think they would want to have her. She should be an absolute. She'd be a luxury to have for sure. Any company would be lucky to have her. But do they need her? No, Soraya. I, I think Soraya is a name in herself that that brings eyes to the company. I think Soraya mm-hmm. has a lot of prestige. What's up? I need to interrupt you here. I'm sorry to say this, but uh, you're right. That that was my original thought when I first read this. Like you're right. That's why I meant to say. So you're exactly. I agree with you. You agree with me? Yeah, exactly. You saw the words, my original words out of the mouth, which I totally blinked on because I'm taking too much charge of wrestling. But yeah, that's exactly right because I think they don't need her. Nobody needs her. You're right. Good job. I mean, nobody needs. Great, I'm not saying nobody needs her. Nobody I'm not needs her. Nobody. nobody. Every every company has a great women's division. She would add to that any division she's joined, any company she joins. But right now, you mentioned a couple weeks ago when we first had this conversation, how W just moved on flawlessly without her. Yeah, they, they did. did. They did. They didn't skip a beat. They did. AEW's been rebuilding again. You said Soraya. They she's been eyes on that product. I don't think anybody needs Monet here. Money, whatever the fuck she's called. Nobody, nobody impact, needs her. Could. Impact need, would need someone no. like that. You don't think so? She wouldn't fit in that division. She's too big of too big of a fish in that pond. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I if, don't think, if, I don't if think if that's Impact a real was, option for Mercedes. No, if Impact was on like a even a B list network or a streaming service, maybe her, I think they her, would bankrupt themselves getting her. <laughs> that's also yeah, what I exactly. would think. I don't think they have the money for that either. So nobody needs her. Is where she wants to go. Yeah, I mean, like, again, she, I think she's a there, luxury. I, I, I agree with you, so I think the conversation's over. Stop, quit while you're ahead. Okay, that's amazing. Awesome. No, 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 Done. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, again, I mean, like, I, I, I think when people say Mercedes Monet is needed in AEW, I think that is a slight in Soraya, because Soraya is a name in herself. That's what I was trying to say. Soraya brings so much to that company, like, on TV and behind the scenes, that can help elevate the division. I think Britt Baker is on her way to become a star. Uh, you know, she's obviously been like a main pillar in that company since since AEW has been born. But like, you know, I think with the help of Soraya, like her, Jade Cargill, uh, you know, Tony Storm's coming to her own, Thunder Rosa when she comes back. You know, th- there's a lot of different names coming into there that that this division could be fire. I don't see how a Mercedes Money Monet, whatever it's pronounced, exists on the same roof with Jade Cargill. I think that's the Jade Cargill is there, Mercedes Monet. Mm. She has a look, the mm. walk, the in-the-ring content. I think they don't need her because they have Jade Cargill. That's a great point. Well, I think That's a great point. Now that and Jade Cargill, Jade Cargill comes cheaper right now. She's like no. on that rookie contract yeah. deal, if you will. I think you can't have both women under the same roof because Jade Cargill is on another level. Although I think many people would love to see that match. Oh, hands myself. down. I'll fucking pay money right now and see that match. I think it'd be a great match. I just don't right. think, see that happening in AEW. Do you think the door is closed? Do you think that, that this, the whole idea that she was uh, rumored to come, but didn't, you think that the door is closed, like that? that's it, she's not coming to AEW? WB does not need Sasha Banks. AEW does not need Mercedes Monet, money, whatever it's called. But neither door is closed. Her, the ball's on her court. Whatever she wants to do, she wants to come back, negotiations are there. Is there. That... It's just oh, the pay, what paycheck speaks for it, what storyline fits. I think no door is closed. It just 
Although, would she want to come back to WWE with what's going on right now? Like, if you're a free agent right now, right? And yeah, she exactly, is, yeah. she is indeed a free agent. That is confirmed. Is she? I think she's under contract with NJPW. Or she she has a working deal with uh, deal. with yeah, New yeah, Japan. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But if you're on the outside looking at you, you're looking at what's going on in WWE right now. Why would you want to go there right now? One of the things I thought of too. You, you don't know what's going on with creative. Yeah, it, it hurts. But everything going on right now. So let's stay in Japan for another what? Things three months. Right. Like, I, I, yeah, I'd ride it out in Japan if anything. Or like if AEW makes a, a great offer, then fuck it, I'll go to AEW. Or hell, I'll do my own thing. Like she's got her own company. She's so she's got so much things, uh, so much going on for her, like outside of wrestling that she can do. She may not even need wrestling. I, I think this is probably more like something she likes to do. I'm excited to see what happens with her in 2023. Like you know, it, it's it's gonna this this could be her year. So I woke up to the news. I forget what day it was. Whatever that that show happened, I'm like, oh, she came back. Monet. All right, I didn't really care. I watched a clip because I feel like I had to. Mm-hmm. I didn't really care. This whole thing, Sasha Banks. I think I mentioned it, like, a little overrated. But after Impact is New Japan Wrestling on Access TV, AX TV Thursday night, ten o'clock. Check it out. Look listings. And they are playing Kenny Omega versus uh, Will Ospreay from Wrestle Kingdom. Apparently, that was like that's already match of the year. Yeah. So I recorded Pack that. It in, everyone. I recorded that show because oh maybe they'll show the Mercedes Monet money or money segment. Is it money or Monet? I think it's money. Is it money? I, I heard the clip there saying money, but I don't know if that was just the white guy saying it, and it really is money. Monet, but I think money makes more sense because of the bank. Mercedes money. Yeah. Mercedes money. Okay. My bad. So I, I uh, the show ended. I went back to watch, and I realized I'm watching this just to see this clip again that I saw already. Which means, yeah, this is a draw. She isn't overrated. She is uh, a talking point, a must-see moment. So, yeah, uh, so I apologize for anything negative I said about her in the next couple months. And I, I, I think guess you, the world's oyster. It, it just came from a better place, I think, from you. I, I, I think you're a little salty, the fact that she left. I don't think so. You're hurt. I, I don't think I was salty. You're, you're hurt. You're, you're hurt. I wasn't her biggest fan either there, but I think I was, under- really? I, I was underestimating her draw appeal. Mm. I, no. I... I, I uh, I'm not to sit here and say like I'm a huge Sasha Banks fan, like you know like, she's. She, I think she's incredibly I mean, that, that poster, I, I that, you have your poster behind you. That's why you blurred your background. <laughs> no, like I'm, I'm not. I'm not like number one in her fan club or anything. But I, I would say this: Mercedes Monet. I, I, I have never money. Mercedes Money, Sasha Banks, whatever you want to call her. I have never doubted her star appeal. I have never doubted what she can do. I would never call her underrated. I, I think, if anything, like she she lives up to her name every single time. She is incredible what she does. You know, she's and she even after WWE, like she's elevated herself to such a level, which is I think amazing. Goes to show like the, the work that she's put in to herself, to her brand, to surpass WWE. So kudos to her. Anything else trending this week? We good. We are good, my friend. We are ready to wrap things up here. Hey, that's my line. There's definitely more things I want to talk about on TV, but I guess we'll wrap things up, Mark. Any go-home thoughts for you? Well, there is a BCW show coming up, buddy. Right? Did you know this? Yes, I did. Oh, okay. I'll go fuck myself. That's my line again. Queen of the North 4, January 29th at Richfield Park, New Jersey. It is going to be a banger, man. Vicious Vicky is going to be facing... Anthony Gangone for the Grand Dragon Championship. I am pumped for this matchup, man. It's a marquee match. Thank you so much for Vicious Vicky for coming on to this show for an interview. Nothing but love. 
nothing but love for the vicious one. As far as me, buddy, any go home thoughts? As a father, look, as a father, <laughs> as a father, I have to say, man, like you know, we want to tell you, dude, like being a dad, it's fucking hard. <laughs> yes, like, like they, they don't tell, they, they tell you about all this stuff, like you know, like hey, like uh, you know, you're not gonna have time for yourself, blah blah blah, like or your friends, you know, or karaoke games, or hanging out, yeah. Right, right, right. Like, you know, priorities change. But you know, you know what they really don't tell you? I, and I feel like I'm going to open up here a little bit, if you mind. I feel like I have been going through a bit of an identity crisis, if you will. Okay. Fair enough. Like, I, I feel like it, my daughter's eight months old right now, which, you know, it's, it, it sounds it's like a short bit of time. Like, it, it seems like a guest day. She, she wasn't even in this world, but yet long enough where it feels like it's been 10 years already and she's still only eight months it's a it's a weird period of time uh time is really all fucked up for me at this point but you know i i feel like part of me is still like holding on to like you know who i was before she was in my life uh, but and then like you know looking at her I, I just feel like i'm only you know her dad and but i i'm still more than, I, i'm still an actor you know I, i'm still a wrestling personality i i have my own business like you know i it's just so weird right now. I feel, I feel like, seriously, it's like a identity crisis. I don't necessarily know who I am anymore because of the fact that I'm just so focused on being her dad, but yet still trying to hold on to what I was before and I'm trying to find a way to, you know, get those two together lined up. It's a weird time. Yeah, you are her father. You are the strongest male role model in her life. You're her first love. But also remember, you are professional wrestling. <laughs> you wanted to be professional wrestling. You are professional wrestling. So don't sell yourself short down that river, my friend. <laughs> well played, my friend. Well played. Thank you. I needed that. <laughs> Cheers. Really, that's what I'm here for. What about you, my friend? Any go home thoughts for you? I wanted to get into this with TV. Uh, the college championship happened. Georgia dominated TCU, I believe. Which means dominated. Your boy, our boy, really, Pat McAfee, should be coming back soon to SmackDown. Correct. We have five days of, during the week. We have five, actually six wrestling shows. One of my favorite commentators for the last year, two years, has been Wade Barrett. And I feel he's done a fucking amazing job on SmackDown. I love listening to Wade Barrett. And his, his chemistry interactions with Michael Cole are pretty fucking solid. He's doing a great job on SmackDown. If I could emulate any color commentary, it would be probably Wade Barrett right now on the mainstream audiences, if not maybe Corey Graves' second place. So with uh, Pat McAfee coming back, we don't know what's going on with Wade Barrett. I'm hoping it's a three-man booth, but I'm curious to see their dynamic between Wade Barrett and Pat McAfee. Because we know Wade Barrett and Michael Cole can do great fucking shit. We, of course, know what Michael Cole and Pat McAfee can do. I wonder if they're going to get a three-man booth and see how those attitudes mesh. I doubt it. Together. I doubt it. But then what do you do with Wade Barrett then? Go back to NXT. Booker T's contract did end in December. He's, he's, I think he's on a week to week contract right now. So, right. is that, so that, is that a demotion to Wade Barrett then? And I don't no. think it, don't, he deserves a demotion if it is considered one. No, I, I don't necessarily think so. I, I think there's probably an understanding of like what is going on here. Oh, you know, you, like, you fill the role. You, you, feel, you did it. Now you yeah. go back. Next man up here. Okay, that makes um, sense. We'll see you in September. See you in September. Right. Okay. Like uh, that—that's probably what it is. Like you know, Michael Cole and Pat McAfee—they're—they're they're besties, oh, man. Like, you know, it, 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 I know it's not fair from Wade Barrett because he just—he—he he has done a knockout job 
for uh, for replacing Pat McAfee. But oh yeah, great. There's only there's there's only one Pat McAfee, and he is amazing at what he does. And Michael Cole absolutely loves him. So yeah, you can tell I saw, saw several clips of the Pat McAfee show. Michael Cole was on; it was great. But I think Michael Cole and Wade Barrett have a great chemistry together too. Which is, which they is, have good chemistry, which isn't talked about enough. And Wade Barrett, Michael- Wade Barrett, Wade Barrett can offer himself like in the ring as a wrestler and as a psychology in the ring aspect and storyline wise. Pat McAfee comes from a fan; he's saying what we want to say. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying I, I kind of want to see all three together. To see how they Pat mesh. Mac- at least one show. Just give me one show to see how three of them mesh together. Because Pat McAfee is also he's also someone that doesn't necessarily need this job. He wants it. You know, he, yeah. like, we talked about he, numerous times. He, he FanDuel paid him a shitload of money, mm-hmm. way more than he, he's worth way more than even Roman Reigns right now. Like he, as far as like you know financially, but yeah, but I think that that's that that's what makes Pat McAfee so unique is just because like they they allow him to say his thing, and, and I think they're very well aware of the fact that he doesn't need this that he he wants yeah. to be there. Well, he yeah, enjoys it. That's why I'm so curious to see how the three of them would work together because all three of them have different personalities and. I'm just. I don't think the SmackDown needs it. No, I'm, I'm saying they don't. I'm not saying they do need it. I just, personally, as a fan of Wade Barrett, one of my favorites, I'm curious how he would mesh with uh, Pat McAfee. Just give me one show, maybe one match before <laughs> Pat McAfee takes over again. Please, that's my golden thoughts. Just give me one match with all three of them together. I, I, I hate to say it, I, I don't think that's going to happen, buddy. My own personal thoughts. I could be wrong. We don't know. You could be wrong because there's no one saying anything. They said Pat McAfee's coming back January, I think, next week, maybe two weeks. But nobody's saying what's going on with Wade Barrett. So that's what I'm saying tonight. Like, give me at least one match, maybe one show, and see what happens. But now we're talking in circles. Marcus, where can we find you on social medias? You can find me on my website, yourfavoriteactor.com. All my social media links are in there, along with updates about Shot of Wrestling here. You can listen to our episodes on there. You can see interviews that I have done on there as well. Uh, you can check this out on YouTube. Shot of Wrestling is on there. I'll play clips of this show directly on there along with the interviews that we have and yeah in the meantime guys please give us give us some stars here give us give us some love and also let us know how we're doing you know let's know like, if there's anything you guys want us to bring up or change up let us know that as well we're here for you strictly for you we're we're wrestling fans as well we are wrestling commentators but we are here to serve you guys to give us to entertain you if you will but also you know have to talk to shit, and we want you guys to join in conversation as well. So let us know. As my good friend Green Man said, this show is from the fans to the fans. So get involved in the conversation. Hit us up inbox at ashardrushing.com. As Mark said, hit us up on our social medias. Conversation never ends. A comment, question could be read next show. So please, we want to hear from you. Please get involved. I'm tired of hearing about Marcus. I think Marcus is drunk. I think he misread his website. Isn't it yourfavoritefather.com? Like I'm a father.com or what, what's what's the news? What's the new website? Yourfavoriteacker.com. As uh, I, I, I didn't mess that up. I'm a father. <laughs> I'm a father.com. I should probably buy that before the show it posts. That's a fucking great one. <laughs> I'm curious if that exists yeah. now. <laughs> um, it might be a porn site. Let's be careful. <laughs> I think it'll be I'm your daddy.com. Anyway, great week of TV, great week of wrestling, Carlos and Mickey James, and new. Impact Knockouts Champion for Marcus Schwann for Vicious Vicky. I've been your host at Marcus Putty. Until next week, Putty out. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby, but I got you pinned. Ha, ha.
<laughs> but I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>